Previously on Family Cup, we navigated marriage and divorce and figured out a couple of ways in which my parents' marriage, as well as their ultimate divorce, has affected and continues to affect myself in the relationships that I have and my friendships, as well as relationships I have with romantic partners. Today's episode, I need you to grab a glass of whatever your poison is as we fill our cups, reflecting throughout the entire season. This is the season finale of season two, and this is Fill My Cup with Reflections. In episode one, we filled our cups with names as I recounted the meaning of my name, Yinka, which means wealth surrounding me. Now, as a kid, I always thought I would be rich as fuck, and hey, I do think actually right now I am rich as fuck because, sorry if I am cursing too much, but... I think this is probably the first time I've actually used that word. Uh, Forgive me. I do have a wider vocabulary. But um, anyway, essentially, I do feel that way in uh, relation to my name now because I think at this point in my life, everything that I've essentially, almost everything I should say, that I've either wanted or manifested or asked for in prayer or in meditation or whatever in some form, I have been rewarded with and um, wealth does surround me and not necessarily monetary, although we we do love we do love money. Well, not love money, because what's the saying? The love of money is the root of every evil. However, I do appreciate, I should say, the ease and the, I guess, luxury that money does afford. So whether it's paying a medical bill, for example, or um, helping someone out when they're down on their luck. So yes, I do appreciate the, I guess, the ease of money. However, um, there is also a bunch of other wealth in my life, such as health. I am not currently in a hospital and I am very grateful for that fact. Um, I've essentially had to work through an entire pandemic and not once have I gotten sick. That is something, I guess, to be definitely like, uh, what's the word to to be to brag about, I guess, in my opinion, because not a lot of people can say that about themselves and or the people that they love. So, yes. Do I feel like my name does reflect who I am today? Yes, I do feel uh, an abundance of wealth in my life. In episode two, we we came back. In a, in a sense, we came back to America, though I'm currently living in America. But we came back to America, and in this time, obviously, we were talking about my mom's experience in coming to America. And I think that episode um, allowed me to kind of reflect on humble, on humble beginnings, because for the most part, it's easy to kind of forget like the beginning, because um, I'm living in the now, and I'm like, oh wow, it, now it's great, now it's now it's awesome, now it is the ultimate goal, but If I remember the beginning, the beginning was not so pretty. Then again, I think the beginning was easy to live. Not easy, but it was easy because I was young. So picking up trash in on the side, picking up trash on the New York City sidewalk was like, okay, that's uh, that's our regular Saturday. (laughs) That's what we do on Saturday is we pick up trash to make the living room a well-furnished shoebox if you will because that was an illegal shoebox but anyway we move right and um essentially also kind of going back to well coming back to america with my mom um, telling her story of why ultimately she made the decision to come here because my dad had been asking her for years actually like oh she should move over here with the kids and she'd always said no 
like she'd always be an adamant about not coming or at least just coming to visit but always returning back home to Nigeria but finally like this one time she said yes and I really actually wanted to know why did she say yes because had she not said yes there is a very slim chance that I would actually be talking here today because I would probably I would probably very likely be doing something completely different and I would I would definitely also be someone completely different and by different I'm not necessarily meaning that to be a good way but also I don't know if it'll be bad because well I can't really change the past now can I then in episode three we tackled grief and loss especially in a year where a lot of people has have lost loved ones and friends family um, partners it's been heavy and I genuinely <laughs> genuinely i have a bone to pick with anyone well well whoever was the person who invented the phrase i'm sorry for your loss because i genuinely like i said in that episode i've never truly felt sorry not that i was like oh my god you just lost your granddad you deserve it absolutely not for me it's more so like there is always a disconnect because even if i don't have my grandparents living with me or living in the world in general and I lost I lost them when I was pretty young. Uh, I never got to meet my grandmother on my father's side. My grandfather on my father's side, we really ever saw him. My, and same goes with my mom's parents as well. So for the most part, I wasn't close with my grandparents. So even if I was young and I lost them, there was still no actual grief or sense of loss that I needed to process. Um, however, I did witness what loss and grief means through my mother and I remember when her mom died, it was very, what's the word? It was heavy for her. Um, even till today, she says she actually hasn't gotten over it. And um, I do sympathize. I do sympathize where it's like, I do feel bad for people going through loss. However, I don't connect. And there is a disconnect. Not saying I'm like some sociopath, because I'm not. And again, I think a sociopath would say that they're not a sociopath but genuinely um i'm i do feel sorry that they are in pain i don't necessarily feel sorry for the loss because i cannot connect if that makes sense and essentially going through this episode with my mom kind of allowed me to take a step back and really realize that whenever i say it <laughs> not that i don't mean it but i don't mean it and yeah it's like obviously something to work on Shout out to therapy. And then in episode four, we, I think, by the way, episode four has got to be my favorite, most favorite, hands down favorite episode that I've ever done in the two seasons of this <laughs> podcast. Well, then again, uh, Fill My Cup in High School which from season one is heavily tied to this episode. And that one is also one of my favorites. So I think, I guess high school, if I actually really wanted to make an entire season in high school, was very very uh knowledgeable now as an adult that i'm looking back of back obviously back then i was you know a very uh <laughs> a very uh, uh not so confident uh insecure little girl and you know as an adult like you kind of realize that you kind of outgrow a lot of things you're like i don't like i don't like oh my god again f word um i don't really care about x y and z and you know how people perceive me or how i look and i go out with a bonnet literally 10 times out of 10 times because <laughs> i really couldn't give up 
bleep, you know, but me in high school, actually me in high school was doing the exact same thing. It's just, you know, I was trying to impress people. But anyway, in episode four, we tackled friendships. And I remember in episode 10 of season one, where I talked about my friends and how um, they'd forgotten my birthday and it just made me feel a certain way. Um, in this episode, even if we're kind of still talking about, well, not kind of, we are heavily talking about friendships. It was more so my friendships with my female friends in particular, right? Um, for the most part, I kind of came into a realization that I do not have a good relationship with women. Like, um, I, I'm a girl's girl. I love, I love the girlies. I love the girlies because like women are awesome. They're, they're, they're awesome. I'm sorry. Just, there is no species better than the women, (laughs) just like the women specifically. Women are awesome. But, um, in my friendships, I, was not treating my girlfriends the way I should. Um, and I had to go all the way back to high school and it ties back into the, the one guy that I was pining over that I was in desperate love with. And uh, as an adult, I'm definitely sure that wasn't love. That was heavy infatuation, a heavy crush, but it wasn't love. Um, but obviously (laughs) back then I thought I could not live without him. And honestly, I don't like, uh, yeah, I, back then, back then, not now, back then, (laughs) um but essentially there was this one like my best friend literally not like she wasn't kind of a best friend she was my best friend at least one of them and we were so close again like I said in that episode we were so close that people would actually think that she was me and I was her because we looked alike we're just about the same height same build and you know also wore similar hairstyles so people really did think like she was me and I was her, that's how close we were. And that's how often we would hang out that if you saw me, more than likely she was somewhere around, right? And obviously, as an adult now, I kind of realize that when you don't like someone, like when you're not, when you're not, when you don't love a guy or like a guy or whatever, it's e- it's way easier to talk to them because, you know, you're not nervous or like shy or whatever the case may be. And so for her, that was what it was. Like she wasn't shy. She was just really outgoing. And, but my little 14, 15, I don't know how old I was. My little 14 year old brain was like, oh my gosh, she <laughs> likes him and I hate her for it. I'm going to like talk about her behind her back, which was something that I did. And um, it, <laughs> it was not a proud moment. I Eventually I did tell her that I was talking about her behind her back to other people and she she was not happy about it. And she forg- I asked her to forgive me, obviously, and because I was sorry, and she did. She was like, okay, we're good. I mean, obviously, she wanted to fight me, but that's besides that. We, you know, we hashed things out, and we were okay. And then, obviously, seven years later, I'm not directly, I have not done that to any of my friends specifically, but I have done it to another person who was not my friend, in a sense. So, and it was coming from a place of just history, but also, like, insecurity and just I mean obviously I know better so I will do better going forward but I just needed to kind of be accountable and I kind of I was going through like reflections and journaling shout out to journaling by the way I was just kind of journaling heavily and I don't know I just something just kind of hit me was like wait I the same thing I did in high school is kind of the same thing that I'm doing right now as an adult and I can't blame my high school brain anymore well, I mean, I guess technically I can because I never grew out of it and I never really learned the actual lesson that I needed to learn, which is don't you can't talk about you can't talk about people. Just 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 don't do it. Mind your, mind your business. But uh, I mean, technically, that was my business. But anyway, um, 
essentially like you can't like, you can't talk about people especially in a mean-spirited way it's not nice it's it's not forget about nice it's not kind it's not kind and um i learned i learned that lesson is and the lesson really is that i see women as competition and not competition for like i think shimamanda adichie said this really best it's we raise women to see each other as competition not competition for jobs or um security or power it's just more so for the attention of a man and it's the most ghetto ish out here in the world and hey man i'm a i'm not a victim i'm not a victim i am uh, i have been um <laughs> I've been that girl and it's not a good look. It's not a good look. But I think me being able to be like, okay, I'm going to own my truth. And that's, that's who I am working on not being. And, um, yeah, I think the general, the general thing to remember is a man is going to embarrass you regardless. So you might as well just let him, just let him embarrass you. But, um, yeah, that's that. And obviously what I learned from friendships is that, a, don't talk about anyone behind your back. It's especially if people forget if they're close to you or not. It's just not right. It's not a good thing to do. And friendships are important. Like love on your friends, care for your friends, don't talk badly about your friends, and so on and so forth. In episode five, we tackled age. Um, as a kid, I'd always say I don't want to get older, even as an adult. Now my mom is always like, "Oh, you're an adult." And I'm like, "Ma'am, I'm still your child. Like, I am literally two days out the womb, sis." <laughs> It's only my third day out here, but no, seriously, I, I do personally have a thing with aging, although also not really, like, I don't care that I'm getting older. I just, I think with more age just means that I'm not necessarily smarter, just I get to do more-ish, and that's exciting. However, um, I think a lot of people struggle with age, and I think in my growing up, in every decade or every age, I guess, I can say that I turn, I learn something, I learn something new, obviously, whether it's that my parents are terrible at uh, taking accountability or that I am terrible at taking accountability and holding myself accountable at, you know, in my twenties, that's what I'm learning actually is to be able to hold myself accountable because no one else will per se, like no one else will hold up that mirror as strongly as, you know, the, the mirror that I'm holding up for myself. So, uh, getting older definitely means unpacking a lot of shit from childhood. And honestly, I recommend, please, if you have a kid, just Throw that kid in therapy right now because there is really no point in doing all that damage and then they're adults and they cannot navigate life and now they have to unpack and unlearn and just undo all the damage at like 20 something but i guess in my in my head i i figured i'd rather undo all my damage in 20 in my 20s than undo it in like my 60s or 40s or whatever because by then i'm kind of already stuck in my ways right that's kind of how it works and then in episode six, we talked about motherhood. Um, motherhood is beautiful. I mean, I'm not a mother, but, and I don't really, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm not maternal, but I'm also, I'm not maternal, but I'm also not, not maternal, if that makes any sense. Probably doesn't. But um, I think kids are beautiful. They're so stinking cute. They're sticky little, so cute. So, so cute. But I'm like, um, I've had this conversation before. Where it's like, selfishly, like, do I want to have kids? Um, selfish. I mean, obviously I have my selfish reason was like, uh, uh, kind of don't, kind of don't, selfishly. But if I had no selfish reasons, girl, actually probably, <laughs> probably still would. But um, I've seen my mom and how every time she always, like, I think yesterday, um, she was saying like she's so happy that she has kids because who would she be in this world without her kids? And in my head, I'm like, um, I cannot imagine saying that to another human being. Like, 
I will be my exact same self <laughs> without kids. Are you kidding me? Like, I don't think kids make me better. I don't think kids will enhance my life. If anything, it just means, oh, a Mother's Day, I get a gift. But, like, I mean, ugh, I don't know. But I do have, like, my own things to work out with motherhood and, like, wanting to be a mom, my true desire to be a mom. Like, do I want to be a mom because I want to be a mom or because society says I'm a woman and I should use my uterus to be a mom? I do not know. But we'll, <laughs> we'll figure that out at some point. And then, like I said, in episode seven, which is the previous episode, which was the previous episode where we discussed my parents' marriage and ultimate divorce. Um, that marriage was, I think everyone's favorite word nowadays is toxic, but uh, it was, those was hella red flags, I'm gonna go front. There was so many red flags, but love is, love is blind. Love is blind, that's all I can say. And their divorce, although it definitely left me with a lot of abandonment issues that I did not realize I had until like, maybe like a month ago um it was something that needed to happen because I know deep down my mom would never leave if he didn't leave her so I think if anything I'm actually grateful for my dad that he did leave you know even if it left me with abandonment issues um I'm having to like nurture my inner child and tell her that even if someone's not here that doesn't mean that they left you like some someone doesn't have to be present constantly for you to feel that they're not abandoning you, if that makes any sense. And it's a lot of work. <laughs> and parents, I think I, what did I say? I say, um, we can't really hold anger to ignorance because they don't know what they don't, they don't know what they don't know. And that is all they do know. And I'm learning to accept that. Um, I'm learning to accept that my parents don't take accountability. I'm learning to accept um setting boundaries as well because boundaries are very important in our 20s we're just kind of just figuring things out and just to kind of go back on episode four a little bit with friendships i recently just reconnected with one of my friends that i literally haven't spoken to since like 2019 well not spoken to her that's a lie i haven't seen since 2019 and we just um we uh, she came over and we had drinks and we just kind of talked and just a lot has been going on but i think they'll want the same thing where it's like certain in certain ways where some of us are raised where she was talking about like how she was raised in a way where um, her mom pretty much always told her like oh just go outside play with your sister don't play with any other girls like you know because like her mom had been a victim I guess not to say a victim but like her mom had experienced other girlfriends betray her and um either yeah betray her in on the context of her mom's um romantic relationships and so her mom kind of raised her in a way of like you can't trust the girls just play with your um your sister and that's it that's the only person you can trust and that's that and now as an adult she's having to unlearn that because you can't really just go through life like oh my gosh all the girls are out to get me <laughs> that's not true they're not out to get you so it's uh i mean obviously i'm pretty sure her, her mom was not doing that on purpose to cause any trauma for her but ultimately that's kind of what happens when you know, as, like I said, parents, they only know what they know. And what they don't know is what they don't know. So they can't really do better if they don't know any better. All right, y'all. And that is all we have for season two, episode eight. This is this is a really short season. Well, not really short. It's eight, it's eight episodes still. OK, um, but I'm really excited that you guys kind of stuck stuck around and listened to all these episodes. Um, I really hope you guys enjoyed this really last episode. This is going to be goodbye. Well, not goodbye. It's I'll see you later. Uh, it's summertime. The 
the sun is out, I intend on having a really good summer. So if y'all don't see me all through like the summer, it's okay. I'm I'm actually living my life because I kind of need to I need to live a little to write a little about it. So that's kind of how it works around here. But if you guys are feeling especially lonely these um during these coming months you can listen to episode one through eight for of season two all over again or you can actually just literally go way back just go way back to season one and so far you have 18 episodes to keep you very very i guess satisfied throughout the next couple of weeks throughout the next couple of weeks so um yeah enjoy have a glass of wine have a glass of juice have a glass as juice in a wine glass did that make sense i think that made sense but um all right y'all thank you for listening to yet another episode of fill my cup this is fill my cup with reflections season two season finale i hope you guys really i hope you guys enjoyed it and you guys can catch us on instagram at fill my cup pod you can also follow us on instagram if you guys want to uh you can also follow, follow the podcast on spotify essentially it is on every major streaming platform that you can think of i will see you guys in season three i don't know when that's gonna happen probably by the end of the year i don't know it might it might not knows who knows because i certainly don't and neither do you but if you guys want to stay up to date and you know see what's going on with podcast you guys could definitely follow follow the podcast on instagram again at feel my cup pod you can also send us an email at feel my cup pod at gmail.com all right y'all for the very last time in season two i am your host yinka and you're listening to feel my cup the podcast